0: hi welcome to praise FM thank you so much for joining our service today we are super excited to have you here with us God bless you as you listen amen First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 6 to 8 are we there? hallelujah how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect yet not the wisdom of this world nor of the princes of this world that come to naught but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery even the hidden wisdom Which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. How be it again? It says, we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory which none of the princes of this world knew for had they known it they would not have crucified the Lord of glory hallelujah you know I was really, really, really waiting. I had shared with my brothers. I was really waiting on the Lord for a word. In fact, till this morning, praise God, I was trusting God that he would send his word expressly to me for his people. But the best I could do was to pray. And then twice, he did something. And things I'll be sharing. In fact, what I'm sharing now, Unlike me, I didn't really prepare anything. But the spirit of the Lord will do something; you'll be shocked. Amen. One of the things I'll be sharing is what He delivered to me the second time. And so, what we read in our first Bible reading in Revelations chapter five, from verse nine to twelve, we have nine to ten here, right? We'll be speaking on glorious redemption. Glorious redemption. Revelations chapter 5. It was when I stepped in, I saw it. Then I said that's the Bible reading. Revelations chapter 5 verse 9 to 10. Glorious redemption. Where we read in 1 Corinthians has painted a picture already that there is a wisdom in this world. There is a wisdom of the princes of this world. And it's a wisdom that always ends up enough. In other words, placing it side by side with the wisdom of the almighty God, it equals to nothingness. From the very beginning, the all-knowing God hid a lot of things in his agenda. And the intent is that unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known through the church the manifold wisdom god ephesians chapter 3 verse 8 to 10 that was the intent that he hid all of this wisdom because if they had known the bible says they would not have crucified the Lord of glory listen to me friends if you would understand what i'll teach you this morning you would mesmerize the devil if you don't understand what the Lord will say to you, I'm telling you by the Spirit of God. You look at the devil in the eyes and tell him, get out. So there is a wisdom with God. I'll just be telling us stories. And let me apologize up front as I'll be quoting a lot of scriptures. I may not give you exact reference. Alright? But follow me. Story number one. genesis chapter one made us to understand that in the beginning god created the heavens yet and then theologians philosophers will tell you that there were a lot of things that transpired in that period in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth amen you might have heard in fact i know many of us heard how that people exist thousands and thousands of years ago you could actually tell specifically the period wherein christianity was introduced you could tell by history the period that the church came into Okay, you could tell by studying the scripture and by you know careful analysis the period it was from this beginning that would explain for that till now. Amen. And Bible says from the beginning, or in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. There were a lot of extraterrestrials, extraterrestrial beings right who had existed on the earth before now three of us very true and then science will tell you that when you carbon date rocks you discover some rocks that are and fossils you know that they are duckled from you discover some that were there for thousands and billions of years billions and billions and billions when you take your time and study job chapter 38 and Job chapter chapter you see how that god was trying to declare to job do you know this do you know this were you there when this was happening were you there when this was happening in fact again theology will tell you that the book of job please forget what i'm saying i'm only trying to paint give a foundation all right will tell you that the book of job came even before the book of genesis all right so you begin to see certain histories and things that were even before the things we now see hallelujah and over time, those who go about, um, mining, right? Archaeology would see ancient writings in caves and in rocks. And by the time again, they will carbon date it. Discover that such stars were written billions and billions of years ago. You hear of period where we had creatures like, um, the unicorn. A horse with a horn, Jesus in your Bible, unicorn. We had the dragon, we had a lot of hosts. praise God with strength like none other. And so, they'll tell you that all of this happened before Genesis chapter 1, right? Amen. And then something transpired between chapter 2, then verse 1 and verse 2. They'll tell you that that was where who was thrown out from the heavens I think you could reference that to Revelation Amen Revelation chapter 12 verse 4 it says the great dragon was thrown down and then with his tail he brought down a third part of the heavens and of the stars blah 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 and as a result of his falling the earth was without form and void and darkness covered the face of the earth and i told someone that this darkness you saw is not really the absence of this light it was an introduction of a system a system of evil and that's why one time he's called the prince of this earth there are many princes hope you know what we just read says the princes of this world have wisdom and if they had known they would not have crucified. so there are many princes but there is a prince he's also the prince of darkness. he's also the prince of the power of the air It's all in your scripture like I said, I apologized up front. Praise God. And so, as a result of his throwing down, we discovered that he corrupted the system that was in heaven. And suddenly, the earth was without form and void and darkness. His, his, his authority, his influence, covered the earth. And the Almighty stood and called forth light out of darkness. So we sang you are God by yourself. You called light out of darkness. So the devil and the many people, well, not just the angels and all of the creatures went down with him, destroyed. But the almighty God smiled and called forth light out of darkness. And God said, let there be light. God started something new. Shout hallelujah. Long story. Made the Lord planted a garden in the east of Eden. and then he placed man in that garden. The man would tend and keep the garden, Through a horse through. Genesis chapter two. The man would tend and keep the garden. And after that God had created man, Genesis chapter 1 verse 8, come now, let us make man in our own image. After our likeness, that they would have dominion over this and that, and that, and that. He gave him a mandate. The dominion mandate. And the Lord said unto man, You will eat of everything that is in this place, but of the knowledge of good and evil you would not eat. And also another tree was there, the tree of life. Praise God. But something happened in Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. That the spirit of the Lord came walking in the cool of the day. God made them in the garden for his likeness and for his pleasure. God say Thou hast made all things and created them for your pleasure. God is a God of extravagant joy. He does everything to give him, including man. But there was special about man. You and I made us in his likeness. What would make me in your likeness, Almighty God? He said, just so I'll be able to fellowship with you, right? Just so I'll be able to eat with you. And so the Spirit of the Lord will come part time in the evening, in the cool of the day, to relate with man. Hallelujah. Now said this. I've explained it one time in our Bible study. I'll bring it up again. God planted man somewhere in Eden in the midst of darkness. Are you getting this? Amen? In the midst of darkness, God created Eden. made a garden and he put man in it. Eden speaks of a system of order the devil had corrupted another god wants to start something new and so he put man in it and the intent is that by the reason of my fellowship with you oh man co-partner with me can you change this battery a co-partner with me that as you be fruitful as you multiply, you will extend the borders of the garden. Amen? So, a man gets married to a woman. Let me bring it down. And then they were staying in, let's say, a one-bedroom flat. And all of a sudden, they gave birth. One child, two child. You know what happened? The place will become so small. For them to stay happy. And then you say, now let us look for a bigger place that can accommodate. Now he was, the man. that man now is gradually increasing. He's gradually, you know, shifting his border. This was the same strategy the Lord gave the children of Israel. He said, when you leave the land in Exodus chapter 23 verse 29, he said, I will not pursue everybody at once so that the wild beast will not come and eat you. In Deuteronomy 7 verse 22, he said, I will drive them little by little as you are increasing little by little until you totally come in charge of the land so god placed man in eden so that he will take over little by little all of the works of his hand amen all right back to our picture but three people who held prominent position in heaven number one was michael the angel of war number two was gabriel the angel of ward number three was lucifer the angel of worship the angel of war angel of word angel of worship they were all arch angels three of them one rebelled he came down he scattered everything now god had placed man had given him authority that by our co-partnership you increase isn't it this one who was sent down, stripped of authority and power, came cunningly, craftily, and deceived man. It then was not a place where iniquity abound. It was a place of all perfection. And he came and deceived man. The same way he's deceiving us today. He will come and tell you, do you know if you do this and do this I will give you this do you know if you do this and do this I will give you this so he deceived Eve and then Eve went on to Adam and consciously deliberately they gave power to the devil and he became so powerful Romans 6 16 will tell you those you became obedient to you became a slave a man became a slave to him in Luke chapter 4 verse 6 to 8 when the same Lucifer came to tempt Jesus he told him just bow down to me eh Luke can we see Luke okay and the devil unto him all this power do you have a power no all this power I will give you and the glory of them this was actually what I was given to man for that is delivered so someone handed it over to me for that is delivered unto me and whomsoever I will I will give it you see in this world the devil can give you wealth in this world the devil can give you fame in this world the devil can give you everything you need whomsoever I will I give it it was delivered he said to me God gave it to man man delivered it to the devil and he usurped authority from Eden And from that moment, man was automatically disqualified to stand in the place of perfection. Adam was the perfect man. Eve, perfect. From that moment, the devil took authority. He doesn't have power. He has the Adamic power. The one God said to you, be fruitful, multiply, have dominion. He collected it. And so he thought by so doing, he has thwarted the agenda of God how that by increasing borders we will take over the earth. Scripture says, for surely the earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. So he thought, since I have gotten everything, I have, I have taken authority. But God said, no, that's not the end. The seed of the woman shall bruise That was the introduction of something new he couldn't understand how bitter we speak wisdom in a mystery he spoke it out the devil couldn't decode the seed of the woman and the devil said ah, woman and from that very beginning the greatest enemy of the devil became man i've said it here in the bible study that you are the one that the devil is afraid of no there is no contention as to who god is with the devil he knows that this one now i cannot try him but you see you <laughs> you are the one the devil is afraid of one time he heard of a deliverance coming he went into the heart of pharaoh he said as soon as the children of the hebrew about to put to back kill all the male child he was fighting a prophecy he went into the heart of herod and said find all the children born within this time frame and kill he was fighting a prophecy the seed of the woman just so he will have bought a plan just so he would thwart a promise but the all-wise god stood and was smiling And so you see, the story of man began from a placement in a garden. The garden of perfection. His immediate responsibility was to tend the garden, but his ultimate responsibility was to overrun the earth. Are you understanding this now? Like for someone here under the sound of my voice, your immediate responsibility is where you are. But your ultimate responsibility such that is upon your destiny is to overrun your generation. And so the war went on and on and on. The devil fought man. He kept man in captivity. The moment he took authority, he introduced sickness. He introduced infirmity. He introduced lack and poverty. The devil. He introduced sin. Just so he would suffer man. He placed man as a slave. You see what Adam was looking for, or better still, what if you study Genesis chapter 3? The Bible says, and the woman saw that the, the tree was good to look upon, all right, such that could make one wise. And then I don't know what was the third. She she fell particularly in the category of the lust of the eye loss of flesh, you know, the pride of life, right? All of this was fulfilled in her. The intention was so, she would be like God. But unknown to her, she was already like God. Unknown to them, they were full of perfection as God. And so the devil deceived. God's servant once said something, he said, Thrice. The devil offered Jesus a crossless death. He offered Jesus a crossless life. He came the first time, I believe. That was when they said that they should kill the children. Jesus escaped. He came the second time and told him, bow. I know what you came for. You came to collect back this power, Be Now, all this power I will give to you, just bow. You don't need to go to the cross. You don't need to shed your blood. Shed your blood. Just bow. All this I will give to you. Jesus told him, no. Worship God alone. The time he came through Peter. The closest, ah, you will not die. And Peter told him, it is still you. Get behind me, Satan. So you see, thrice he came. Still to negotiate. The same way he negotiated with Eve. He's still negotiating people's destiny till now, sir. The same way he did in the Garden of Eden. He will tell you, do you know I can give you this? Just do this. Do you know I can give you this? Just do this. That was the deception of Esau. He said, okay, just give me bread. But he didn't know that he was taking that at the expense of a better act. Hebrews made us to understand, Hebrews chapter 12, that he sorted it out with tears. He couldn't get it in negotiation. But there was a plan of redemption. Let me summarize it. So we see how that story number one man began at a garden of perfection a garden in the presence of god a system of order that should cover the earth a system of influence he said they shall not destroy at my holy mountains all of the earth shall be filled so there was a destruction of strategic mountains he said no all the earth must be filled with the glory so you see that was the beginning and god now sent this seed the devil did not know of he now sends jesus as the lamb saying with a loud voice What is the lamb that was slain? To receive, to receive, to receive, to receive. Revelations chapter 5 verse 12. He now sends Jesus as the ransom. As the redemption. As the gifts. As the better option. As the wisdom. Hidden in a mystery. Praise God when Jesus came, the first person that received him was Mary Mary who received Jesus was a virgin perfectly flawless being a virgin meant that she was sinless she was pure she was holy plan number one Jesus you are to come through a very pure person the intent is so you yourself will not be impure. Why? Because the sacrifice, according to Hebrews, if you study chapter 9 and chapter 10, must be pure. And so the one who received him was totally pure, flawless. And his blood, Hebrews 9 verse 14, can we see that? He himself carried the blood. How much more shall the blood of Christ Who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God. Parts your conscience from every dead works. It's okay. So himself carried the blood without spot. And accessed the holy of holies. And offered it once and for all. That was not all. He painted the picture of how you also can be a part of it. He said if anyone will do this, he he also will die. And so Jesus had to die. And the same way a child is born again, David prophesied. He said, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten you. The apostles reiterated it again in the book of Acts, saying that how that somewhere David spake by the Spirit, saying, This is my son, Abby. This day have I begotten you. That means Jesus was born again at some point. How did it happen? When he died, And he resurrected and calls him the firstborn from the dead. Amen. He had raised many dead before now, sir. Why is he called the first? He's the firstborn from the dead that will not die again. Every other born, every other dead brought back to life will die. But you see, this one that was brought again will not die again. So he was called the first from the dead. So, story number one began at the Garden of Eden, ended in sin. Let's see story number two. When it was time for Jesus to go, media very fast. John chapter 19 verse 14. where he was crucified there was a garden now when man was prepared, man was kept in a garden now the place where Jesus was crucified, there was again a garden so (laughs) God was planning it all over again and in the garden a new sepulchre wherein was never yet man laid, as though it's a new Eden who received Jesus again John, okay let's go to chapter 20 verse 1 when he was born the first time a woman received him, 20 verse 1 the first day of the week what is her name again speak it out, what's her name who was the mother of Jesus from the beginning the perfect Mary received him and now an imperfect Mary this was the same one he casted out demons from. And so you see, the first day of the week, comment Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulchre and see it the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Okay, look at verse 11. Verse 11. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping. And as she wept, she stood down and looked into the sepulchre. Verse 12. And see it two angels in white sitting. The one at the head and the other at the feet. Where the body of Jesus had laid. Verse 13. We'll go on through to 17. And they say unto a woman. Why we thou? She said unto them. Because they have taken away my Lord. And I know not where they have laid him. Verse 14. And when she had thought said, she turned her back and saw Jesus standing. And knew not that it was Jesus. Verse 15. Jesus said unto a woman why we thou whom seekest thou and she supposing him to be the gardener so he was truly brought into a garden again said unto him sir if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him and i will take him away verse 16 jesus said unto her mary and she turned and said unto him rabboni which is to say master verse 17 jesus said unto her don't touch me i'm still a newborn baby For I have not yet ascended to my father, but go to my brethren and say unto them, I will ascend to my father and your father, and to my God and to your God. So the same way man was placed in the garden from the very beginning, Jesus was placed again in the garden to correct the error. Between the previous one, how that a woman received him, flawless and sinless, an indication of the perfection of the law. Before you complete the loss, you must be flawless. He said, and he that has sinned in one has sinned in all. But now, he has wrought glorious redemption by his blood. And even the worst of sinners can assess him. Mary Magdalene, the one who had plenty demons, was one of the first persons that ran to him. Very strategic. Mary, again, was the one who received him, the mother. And now, another Mary is the one who is accessing him. Who was the one that destroyed the garden, logically? The woman. And through whom is he correcting it? Through whom is he introducing himself? The woman, the seed of the woman, shall bruise the head of the serpent. So you see, friends, when we talk about glorious redemption, We're trying to tell you that there is something, there is a wisdom. It is too much. I can't explain all. There is a wisdom that God had hidden that when you come and partake of this with this knowledge and you stand before the devil, he will tremble because he know that this guy, Jesus had to die as a man. All right. He died as a man. just to establish the fact that authority was given to a man. He did not just die as a man. He died in our state to hand it back. And when he had ascended, he said, all power, all in heaven and on the earth has been given to me. Now, as the Father has sent me, even so send I you. So you are here under the sound of my voice. There has been a negotiation yet you don't understand. John 10, 10 says the thief, the devil came to kill, to steal and to destroy. There is a negotiation you didn't know. Amen. And then paradventure, just like Eve. Paradventure, just like Esau. You have sold it out. There is a redemption strategy by the blood. There is a restoration strategy by the blood. You see, all of what I've just painted out now, all of what I've just explained is a hidden wisdom. The scripture is if they had known that this was what was going to happen, they were not going to crucify Jesus the Christ. So you see, as you partake of the table of the communion, as you partake of the blood and of the body, know that He is translating you again into Eden. He's bringing you again to the place of His presence. He's bringing you again to the place of influence. How that when you become fruitful and you multiply, you take dominion. He's bringing you again to a place of power. David knew this, he had a snippet he said what is man that you are too mindful of him the son of man that thou hast visited him for you have made him little than Elohim so the intention Satan you came and you harassed me your boss God was telling Satan I will humble you by using a man to judge you knoweth thou not that man shall judge angels and so everything that the devil had as the angel that covered in worship God placed in a man Exodus 28 verse 17 God placed it as stones upon the body of Aaron the priest those same stones were the one that were upon the priest of Tyros. a similitude of the angel that covered it and thou shalt set in settings of stone even four rolls of stone the first shall be sardos a topaz a carbon coal this shall be the first roll, 18 and the second shall be emerald and sapphire and a diamond 19 and the third a liqueur, an agate and an amethyst 20 and the fourth roll a bell and oins, jasper and they shall be in the setting enclosed of gold when you go and study ezekiel i think chapter Twenty-eight or 29, you saw the prince of Tyros, it says, thy workmanship, all of these things, were in you, the day you were formed. But because you have said in your heart, I will be like the Messiah. I will humble you with David. Are you understanding the picture? And that's why you became his enemy. Because God wants to use you and answer the question of your generation. The devil notwithstanding, paprika. Do you understand what I'm telling you? All of this went with the devil. Okay, this is Ezekiel, right? He said, thou hast been in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was thy covering. The saddles, the same that was upon the man, Aaron, the saddles, the topaz, the diamond, the barrel the onyx, the jasper, the sapphire, the emerald, the carbuncle cool and the gold. The workmanship of thy tablet, tablet and thy pipe. He was a musician. Remember he was an angel of worship. So his tablet and his pipe was prepared in him the day that thou was created. Can we see the next verse? Thou art the anointed cherub that covereth, and I have set thee so Thou was upon the holy mountain of the Lord. If you study Isaiah 14, from the mountain of the Lord, he said, I will ascend on high. He said, and thou walked up and down in the midst of the stone and fire. 15, let's see. Thou was perfect in thy ways from the day that thou was created. Till iniquity was found in thee. And I chose to humble you with these ones I have created in my likeness so you see why you became enemy of the devil that's why he will not mind tormenting you with sickness over and over and over and over again that's why he will not be tired of negotiating with your destiny over and over and over and over again that's why he wouldn't mind tying you down in poverty over and over and over again that's why he will not let loose onto you the gates of addiction It says, hell has enlarged her mouth. He will keep you there over because you are his greatest threat. So, by glorious redemption, God has restored again what was taken. Shall we rise to our feet? There is something about the blood of Jesus. About the man, the Christ. The Bible says, "I am doing this to the intent that unto the principalities and power in heavenly place might be made known through the church the manifold wisdom of God." Ephesians chapter three, verse ten. Media. The intent why I am doing all of these things is that unto principalities. Those who couldn't worship me. In the heavenly place might be known by the church, you and I. The manifold wisdom. Let me tell you something. The devil was mandated to worship. And he disobeyed. And a better way to humble him. God did not mandate man. He gave man a will. He said, let me show you. That even willingly, (laughs) they will worship me even today he's still giving somebody a will that you were not there with him before you still have a will to come that you are not tasted of the good you know you've not tasted of, of, of the good of his presence you still have a will to come this guy was mandated he flawed the rule but God said okay I will show you a more careless person who in the peak of his carelessness will still run to me are we getting the picture now That's why he sent the blood. That's why a lamp spotless came. A man yet without sin. Friends, as you partake of the table of the blood and of the body of the Christ, there's going to be an inoculation of divinity in you. Have this mentality? So that you will not approach the table carelessly. There's going to be an impartation and a restoration back to Eden, the place of perfection you will stand and look at your destiny the way God sees it. And the devil we' withstanding you will move forward. How that you stand and you look at your life the way God sees it. And challenges we' withstanding you move forward. This is where you can get it. Shall we lift up our voices and begin you know, to pray?